Well, hello and welcome to Mike's Our Lab podcast, episode 165. This week, the 16th of March, 2018. So, welcome to this week's show. I'm doing it a bit early because I've got a busy weekend coming up uh, with a smart city, repair cafes, half marathons, rugby, and St. Patrick's Day all taking place over the weekend. And then... TTN workshops in North Wales uh, coming up next uh, week. So let's uh, cut in and see what's going on in the Google Groups this week. Oh yeah, just uh, think back about last week. I did the, uh, the workshop with the uh, DA Digital Animals event at uh, organised by the Reading Museum in conjunction with uh, the University of Reading. So that was a, a good event. I can't remember what I mentioned last week. I need to think back to my uh, podcast. And uh, if I didn't mention it, and we're getting together to uh, do more on that project, you'll be hearing more in later podcasts and in the group. I should also mention coming up next week is the Missing Maps event, although I think it's now full, uh, organised by Stuart. It's going to be held at the White Building in Kings Road, Reading. Uh, plan to fill in some of OpenStreetMaps areas to assist in emergency situations, parts of the world where the map isn't very well populated at the moment. Right, so yes, uh, news from Radark. Remember the snow caused them to cancel their construction uh, get-together. Uh, their meeting is now being rescheduled for Thursday the 5th of April, same venue as before, upstairs at the Rugby Club. So if you're interested in getting involved in, in their construction evening, just want to go along and see what's going on. We've always been invited by a John Gum and others at, uh, at Radark's meeting. That's the Reading uh, Amateur Radio Group. And Gavin had asked about anyone who'd got an Android OS 4.03 or later that they no longer needed for his mother to listen to audible books upon in the car. Um, I was offering a tablet, but uh, Gavin said it wanted a smaller form factor, so no one else has offered anything yet. So I guess that uh, offer is, is still open if you uh, if you've got an old Android phone or, or, or tiny tablet, but I guess a phone. Then uh, uh, Gavin's look, looking for one for his mum. And Alex's question about spring steel in sheet form. We drew a, a reply from Eric uh, Basingstoke. I inquired with a few people in the metalworking business. The answer wasn't an immediate. This is an easy one, but some of the suggested companies to check with metal supermarket. Um, and Smith's Metal Centres. So, and Alex uh, updated, and he said, actually, I asked BuildTech themselves as they make smaller versions. Have not yet, they have not yet got a larger one and seem doubtful to be selling the steel alone. So if anyone knows something about where Alex can purchase sheet steel or spring steel in sheet form, then uh, post up in his question, spring steel sheet, not the easiest things to be saying. And uh, member Andy R. Well, I'm sure he's a member, but uh, he's saying, out of interest to high voltage enthusiasts at Papperwick Pumping Station um, this Saturday the 17th. Yes, that is tomorrow. Um, Nottingham Gauss Fest. Google if you want more information, he says. Interesting. A Gauss Fest. I guess that's to do with uh, magnetism. And I think it's a, 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 an extra, another post. Um, obviously, more of these items available uh, Tony posts up 
saying his diabetics visor posted in an insulated pouch made of wool. I've saved up six, and uh, if anyone wants them or has a creative ideas for their use, please shout. And Jeremy says, yes, I'm collecting them up to inside my shed. So uh, if no one else wants them, I've got a home. So, yeah, could go to a good home, and that's a, a, a great way of reuse rather than recycling. <laughs> and I don't know if it's apocryphal or a true story, but Ian posts up the, uh, uh, the one about the Wi-Fi password in the bar. Barman says you'll need to buy a drink first. Oh, he buys a drink at £3 and then he says, now what's the Wi-Fi password? And the barman says, you'll need to buy a drink first. No spaces, all lowercase. <laughs> and Tom reminds us, yes, indeed, at the Global Cafe, the uh, password has been buy a drink for almost 10 years now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, it reminds people it has the effect. But uh, if, if it's a true story, then he got well caught by that one. And uh, on a podcast some time ago, there was discussions about uh, the length of time that uh, Alex's Pontiac was taking to be repaired outside. And people thought it might have been A, a dumped car or B, um, taking up spaces that it shouldn't. But uh, he got it sorted and has been running on a road. It turns out it's nearly a year since that happened. He got it through its MOT after 23 MOT failures uh, down to a, a pass and... Uh, he said it would have normally gone through, it nearly went through this time, apart from a prodding stick that made a hole in the rear wheel arch, and uh, so it needs a bit of welding, and so Alex is looking for someone to help on the welding side. And DH suggests a site called AutomotiveSolutionsUK.com. Uh, have a chat with Tony, he says. Um, there's also uh, RA Engineering. Uh, Tom says, have a word with the... Uh, with the parts people, uh, they have a contact. And uh, so a couple of suggestions there. Uh, obviously, no one's offering within the space to do it. And uh, I guess various hazards involved. You need to know what you're doing when you're doing something in a tricky place like that. And uh, you need to be passing an MOT. So if anyone knows of anybody else that would help her, uh, Alex with his uh, welding, Post up under the car welding thread. Oh, and if you're uh, printing things off the printer and leaving it to do its job, then uh, leave a note so you know who it is. As Mark Carr says, uh, whoever printed two bracket figures, they're in the Dropbox drawer. The file name UM2 underscore 2.g code shows no clues. So, yeah, so I suppose that's the other thing. Name your file with your name. That sounds like a, that's a good tip. And one of the great things about posting things up is that uh, pe people sometimes uh, get to learn new things and I hope the same applies to those who listen to this podcast using the Forge on Thursday. So Steve R says, just a warning that Luke and Alex uh, will be using the Forge on, or he himself, Luke and Alex, will be using the Forge and uh, be taking up some of the bay door. So Andy N says, uh, new Forge question mark? And uh, Steve says, yes, we have built a new forge for I, or he built a new forge for our lab. Training will be offered in due course once it's fully tested and any bugs worked out. So I know one of the things he's looking at doing, and he showed me a sample yesterday, was um, forging, well, forge welding, I think he's described it as, uh, motorcycle chains to form a solid bar of metal uh, using the forge and uh, a lot of... Uh, grunt work and a big hammer so uh, and indeed the um the anvil 
is coming into great use now as a result of that. People were saying, why do we need this lump of uh, iron hanging around with a trolley? No one uses it apart from to uh, support the gazebo at repair cafes. But uh, it turned out that it's been one of the most uh, valuable things for the new uh, metalworking group that uh, now formed in the space. And people wear many hats. And Andy, of Andy, I'm not sure which Andy, uh, says, wearing another hat, I'm part of the organising committee for the East Reading Festival. And he puts a link to their Facebook page. We're in Palmer Park on Sunday, the 17th of June, uh, 12 to 6. Some of you had attended a couple of years ago with a repair cafe. Would I lap like a pitch for the event? Free of charge, providing it's non-commercial. If that's of interest, please shout, and no one's replied to that. But that was posted up um, yesterday. Is it yesterday? No, that was posted on Tuesday the 13th. So it'd be nice to see either a reply, declining or accepting. And an interesting article uh, following on from uh, Victoria's uh, work on the rings, which were mixed uh, material rings that we discussed uh, previously. So my ring project was a great success. I've been buying a funky coloured dyed, dyed and resin stabilised wood all over the place since then. But at 30 to 40 pound a pop a blank depending on the size, colour and postage, it's gotten very expensive very quick. I had to look into the process of impregnating wood with resin myself and it seems pretty simple. And she posts a, a link to an Instructables resin stabilising wood uh, article. Since the knife making seems to be pretty popular, um, basically saying that I think the uh, the wood could be good for handles as well and then goes on to discuss a technique that uh, found with mason jars and a vacuum chamber um, also uh, cool uh, drying out in an oven so Toby says uh, oh and the final part of the question is about running workshops and how to go about them within the space so Toby answers I've been doing a lot of tool commissioning and sourcing recently I'd like to suggest some points to give them thought to make sure any kit you purchase has a home and that can be stored properly factor in storage location and enclosure and get make a tough workshop ready box for it if you buy things on behalf of the space buy good stuff especially with vacuum pump get something beefy with a warranty that hackspace can rely on for many years get help from members the biggest thing that has helped in bringing the large bands or squirrels or Shapoko, etc. to the space is enlisting the help of other members. Do it in person, not on the forum. Mm, interesting. I can invite people, but I guess nothing like face-to-face -face stuff is uh, is the best, really. Members love a workshop, he says. You will get massively more interested if you offer a workshop compared with what you see in the thread. And finally, make it happen. Get it sorted, offer workshop source and expense materials and tools. Sort out charging for materials. If you want to make it happen, make it happen. So then PS, I think I remember the bigger vacuum pump and vacuum chamber around. And PPS, I want some casting. I want some aluminium for turning. I want to cast some aluminium for turning. Not sure what those two are about, but maybe hints for workshops to go ahead. Uh, Steve pops in saying the current, uh, the current oven can do low temperatures. Uh, the controller is a little erratic. Uh, I don't think that would really matter myself anyway. Um, that's sort of what I'm putting in. A um, couple of rotary vein pumps. He was questioning about how much vacuum would be needed. And Andy N says he has a, a pump that he built out of an old uh, fridge compressor um, to uh, do degassing. And then 
says there's another technique that can be used that doesn't involve vacuum or drying using polyethylene glycol. Resin is probably better for work for figured wood with voids and burrs, though. I see. So, yeah, polyethylene glycol is one and uh, resin is another. Uh, he says if you want to strengthen it and to prevent it moving with changes in humidity. Uh, and uh, Luke pops up and uh, links to a resin-infused pancake frisbee, which is an actual pancake. And if you follow the link to the pictures, it shows the various steps involved in making a pancake, uh, drying it, and then doing the infusion uh, in, a, in a vacuum chamber. So, yes, interesting thread. Uh, and I've summarised it there for those who don't uh, have time to read through it themselves. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that and see if that's going to be a new facility in the space. And people may have heard that there's been some power problems uh, with the trip and certainly frustrated uh, some people who were in working. Um, it was tracked down to the um, to the air cleaner uh, tripping out the RCD for some reason. Uh, Steve dismantled it and uh, seemed to think that there was a fault with the motor given the temperature that it's at. But it has been very effective and it was a sort of an experiment and it's proved to be successful at taking a lot of dust out of the air at least given the amount that in it apparently. So that's uh, that's good to hear that, that, but not good that it's failed fairly rapidly, really. It's not that old now. Anyway, it passed a pat test, but then, as Nigel points out, that if, uh, it, if it was the other side of the control relay on the motor side, it wouldn't necessarily be found. So it's out of commission at the moment. That's the air cleaner, um, but uh, it's being looked at. So good, uh, good news and bad news I think somehow or other we need to have these things so they don't trip out the whole the power to the whole building because that uh, was a nuisance with the Wi-Fi going down for even those who were using laptops so it's identified uh, a, an opportunity to rejig some of the wiring because this, that project is in stream generally anyway and I mentioned at last month's repair cafe there was a journalist from the Guardian taking notes and doing interviews and it seems the guard the article has now appeared there's a link that Hugo spotted in, uh, and he's posted it up. I won't read it all out because it's a bit complicated. It mentions Repair Cafe, mentions uh, Stuart and talks about one of the repairs going on. So that's a, a good advert uh, for the hard work that goes in into the Repair Cafe. That one was held at risk and uh, this coming up one will be at our lab on Sunday. And uh, a bit of a, uh, maybe laugh anyway, noise survey. So uh, Rupert says, a mysterious black thing on a pole attached next to the front door is apparently a microphone. Um, and uh, was somebody doing a, a noise survey? He says, well, Gavin says that you shouldn't really just be able to stick things up. If you're doing a noise survey, you're meant to do it uh, uh, from within premises and quotes a, a government noise guidance uh, Certainly, or should, people should be told what's going on when things are being stuck up because, as uh, Ben points out, are they actually doing a noise survey or are they stealing car, uh, car uh, remote signals or something else uh, to do with radio? Does it just look like a microphone? So the uh, conspiracy theories come thick and fast when you're not told what's actually going on. Anyway, Steve said it's no longer there, so that was on. It all happened on the 13th and... Uh, uh, Dennis uh, pops up uh, from obviously understanding something about what's going on on radio side of things 
they are performing sound survey all along the length of railway of the railway at various distances from, from the track. This is because of the work to electrify the track is getting complaints. I caught a guy in Newbury doing the same, saying he was in Reading just a few days back. So, uh, and uh, Tom Allen Lord is uh, concerned about wanting to know what was going on. Has anyone contacted anyone get to talk to the guy? Does anyone know anything more? So if you do, then uh, post up in the thread noise survey. And we welcome another Mike. Uh, so new to the space. I think we've got Michael and Mike's and a uh, new member to the space. So he introduced himself. I work in wood and no, no, I work in wood, wood and resins downstairs, he says. So, uh, Obviously, been already in and running with various projects. So, yeah, welcome, welcome, Mike. New member. So I have to emphasise my Mike the Venus even more now, I think. And a question uh, from Victoria about laser inductions, picked up by uh, James as well, who'd like to join in if that's going on. Also asking about uh, the software, and as Ben says, Inkscape is a, a free 2D design package that can be used. You could also use um, OpenSCAD if you want to do 3D stuff and reduce it down to 2D. It works just as well. And uh, RDWorks version 7 is still the uh, version that we're using as the later versions. I know this RDWorks 8 will not work on the laser, um, but that's uh, not a great tool for doing design working, but will allow you to be uh, do the import and get the sizing sorted because that can be a problem with importing things. Actually, that might be worth mentioning in between because... Uh, it's something that's caught me out in the past and caught other people out just recently, I read. And another tip and question about doing laser cutting, Keegan says, um, designing a pedal board case, and make, figured it would be an op excellent opportunity to learn to make a laser cut box. Planning on using 9mm laminated plywood for the project. And uh, Gavin says, the only thing with a, well, to summarise, he says that uh, the thing with 9mm ply is that it, makes a lot of singeing on the cut edges and so it, it might be worth designing the fingers marginally oversized and uh, sanding off the excess on the belt sander so that's a, a good tip actually and uh, yes amazing eight years of hack space in reading tom says eight years ago this week we met in a basement in town to discuss a hack space and he puts a link through to Facebook page, which unfortunately you can only see if you uh, log in. So I uh, don't know if someone can post up the, uh, the original image. Um, meeting changed my life, he says. I finally found something that made a positive change that I could help and believed in. He thanks Ryan and uh, everyone else that got involved and sends uh, greetings from New Zealand. So he's not in, uh, he's down under, but in a different down under this. Uh, the, was Australia, now it's New Zealand. And uh, he's planning to be back in the summer, he says. I don't know whether that'll be a permanent one or uh, whether he's really settling down under, as it were. Anyway, yes, uh, Gavin sort of says, well, where to start? Uh, Keegan and Tara give their thoughts about what uh, what, they are, what our lab and what the Hackspace has done for them. So uh, Gavin says, yeah, I, when I first walked through the door four years ago, I had no idea what an impact it would have on me how much I'd learn, what skills I'd pick up, and what a diverse, creative, and knowledgeable group of people I would get to know. Well, I, I know Gavin's uh, had some highs and lows. It was all a part of the learning experience in terms of interacting with a, quite a diverse bunch of people, including myself. And uh, uh, we all come from different places, and we all inform each other. 
in many different ways. Uh, I'm not, I think at the end of the day, it's all positive. I think what would be nice, actually, would be to uh, try and capture some of these thoughts as people look back on eight or however many years they've been doing it and uh, make some kind of memory board. It would be ideal for the, uh, the display. So putting some notes, to, oh, she'll suggest that. So, yeah, so that's great. So thanks, Tom, for reminding us. And lastly, for this week, um, any directors in today? I've lost my card again, says uh, Pav. And uh, that was a couple of hours ago, but Ian says about midday. And there was an update on the card bit. Uh, Alex was just reminding people or suggesting that people don't have any identifying marks on the card, although because the original ones were actually printed with our lab logos. But uh, now with the database, Gavin says, once it's reported here by email, talking to the directors or whatever, it can be disabled uh, thanks to the membership database. Now we're very simple and we can take action in a matter of minutes. So that's a, a great improvement behind the scenes that's been worked on. I'm sure pretty hard with the door system, um, but doesn't get a lot of visibility except when it's mentioned like this. So that's the end of the uh, podcast for this week. I shall, uh, what's we got? About uh, 20 minutes well-timed and... Uh, be updating next week to see what's been going on over the weekend i'm not involved with everything because i can't be everywhere all the time but uh, it's going to be a, a busy weekend and a, a busy week and then we got the run up to easter uh, the following week uh well is it following week the week after we have got uh, summertime going back uh, a week on sunday and and then easter coming up the following weekend so lots of things going on and they're still predicting more snow which is a real uh, nuisance uh, Thought we got away with it. Hopefully it won't be impacting on our journey up to, to Wales as it caused the cancellation of the previous second day of the workshop, which is we're returning to, to do. So it would be ironic if snow caused it again and extremely frustrating uh, as it's a long way to go and expense involved and uh, not reclaimable in that respect. So, yeah, so this is uh, Mike the Bee uh, signing off. <laughs>